figure it out. You know, you work hard, and I, my goal was to get out of East Boston, and nothing's wrong with East Boston. It's transferring, but I wanted to do better. I wanted to provide for my children what I didn't have, and that's that was <laughs> really, really, really important to me. Yeah, I mean, that, that's my why. You know, I, you look I at understand. yourself and you say, "What's your why?" My why was my family that I was going to have, right? So. Yep. I have my good friend, Shannon DiPietro, on this episode of the podcast, and man, was it awesome. You know, everybody thinks Shannon's just this big real estate agent from town, but we got to learn the backstory, how she grew up, where she's from, you know, the journey all the way from the beginning to where she is today with the DiPietro Group, her new company that she just opened in Wyndham. Enjoy the show. All right, here we are on another episode of The Mic Drop, powered by Premier Mortgage Lending with my good friend, Shannon DePietro. Welcome, Shannon. Thank you, Mike. So Shannon's got a whole bunch of good stuff going on. Um, you just opened up your own place. I did. Right? I did, yeah. And it's called? So I'm super excited, DePietro Group Real Estate. So it's been a long time coming. Um, many of you know I was a partner at Coco Rowling Associates for, I think it was like seven years, right? And um, I formed the DePietro Group team. And then from there, we're on our own now. We're super excited as of like January 6th. So big happenings coming, new developments, new construction, grand opening. That should be a lot of fun. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, let's talk about all of it. But all let's of it. do this first. Let's talk about kind of where it all started. Yep. I know when we had um, we had you on the, the podcast a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, I think it was you with you and the team, a couple yeah, of the teammates. Yeah, Christine yeah. And, and maybe Nicole. Nicole. I think. Yep. Um, but I want to talk a little bit more about you, right? Because you know, you've done some pretty impressive things in, in real estate and kind of in your in your life as a whole. Um, you know, and I can speak to that because I've known you for a long time now. Yeah. Um, I know about, you know, kind of your, your history and, you know, your family has kind of become, for those of you who don't know this, <laughs> almost like my family now too. <laughs> uh, you know, Rocco works here with me. Uh, you know, you're, both of your girls have watched my kids. They're, you know, their whole family is very close. Um, and you've got a great family. You've got a great family. It's you as well. I mean, I do think, too, I mean, how long have we been friends since you started, like really started, like really getting a while. Which you've, congratulations, know, have seven, made eight great years, headway. Nine, I don't know. It's been a while now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, what's funny is I started out a, a long time before that, but I, I didn't really catch my stride for like years and years in just when I finally yeah. figured it out. You know what I mean? And sometimes that's what it takes. You know what I mean? Kind of figuring out and adjusting. Um, Let's talk about kind of where you started. Okay. Right? Yep. Like really where you started. Really, really, really started. Really where you started. Because um, I think the journey is very important for people to hear the and journey. understand. Yeah. You know, they just think, you know, so many people think all these fucking things that they don't even know really anything yeah. about somebody, yeah. but make assumptions. Oh, yeah. So even in this industry, everyone always says, oh, it's slack, it's this, it's that. It's hard work. It's figuring it, like you said, figuring out, but what is it? Are you willing to go the extra mile day in, day out? Yep. or? Figuring out new ways, not settling for just what everybody else is doing, always challenging yourself, which is like so fun with any events we're doing or what is a new way to do something or where are we going? How do you do stuff? And then you figure everyone else follows along. It yep. always happens, right? Everyone, you got to be the first one out and then everyone follows along. But I also think it's being true to yourself and being yeah. true to the people. Like we were talking earlier about being self-promoting. I think in this industry, everybody's so self-promoting saying how great they are. Well, they really should look at who the people that they're supporting. Those are the great people. That's who's making us great. You surround yourself by greatness, right? Yeah. How can how can we help you? Yes. You know, like that's been our our pitch here to, to real estate agents yeah. for a long time, right? How can we help you grow? If we can help you grow, we'll do better. Same thing with the clients. How can we help make the process yeah. easier for you? How can we help you sell your house 
or help you buy a house. You know, like that's what it's all about. Yeah. Not I am the best real no. estate and agent. I, and I think working together. Yeah. It's really about growing each other, growing that business together. It makes it more fun and more interesting anyway, yep. long, and more meaningful. It sure does. It really does. Absolutely. So we're going back so to the beginning. Backwards. Back we'll go backwards. Back so um, where'd you grow up? East Boston. Okay. So here we go. So you know, everyone looks at you. She's lucky. She's lucky. I grew up in East Boston. Single mom, young mm -hmm. sister, um, you know, 900 square foot apartment yep. in East Boston High School. Worked my ass off for years. I, you know, after school, I had a job at Liberty Mutual. I never did anything. Then I went to Fidelity. And I don't mean to say this because it's like a, you know, you feel boo-hoo. No, know, it's not It's more it's, like, it's like, though. like you figure it out. You know, you work hard. And I, my goal was to get out of East Boston. And nothing's wrong with East Boston. It's transferring. But I wanted to do better. I wanted to provide for my children what I didn't have. And that's, that was <laughs> really, really, really important to me. Yeah, I mean. That, that's my why. You know, I, you look I at understand. yourself and you say, what's your why? My why was my family that I was going to have, right? So, yep. sorry. God. Don't be. God. Don't be. Um, so college, you know, I couldn't go to college. I was going to college. Yep. And how am I going to get there? So I, I look at kids and I. Unfortunately, I'm a really strict mom. My kids had to go to school. There was no other way. There was no mm -hmm. other option. They they got on my path, and when they were done with my path, they can do what they want. And that was the agreement. Right. And I my, I wanted to be able to give them the education. And so I joined the military to pay for my college. I had no means. And I, one day, my mom said to me, I came home. I said, I joined the Army National Guard. And she said, why did you do that? And I said, well, I needed to pay for college. I needed to figure out a way that I could do it. So at, at, at what age did you kind of say to yourself, I want, I want something different, right? Because, you know, I actually grew up in a very similar situation, very similar way. Um, single mom, me, my mom, my sister, um, she did everything. My mom did everything she could for us to do the best she could, but she was a single mom. She worked multiple jobs. Yeah. And I did the same thing. I said the same thing when I was a little, I was a little kid, I remember. And I was like the fucking man of the house when I was like five. You know what I mean? I, I was the man of the house when I was probably eight when my dad left. Yeah. Never saw me. Yeah. 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 And that's not easy. That's not easy. Right? But what you do is there's two paths you can go down in that situation. You know, people kind of say, well, fuck it. I have no, ch I have, I have no opportunity. I have no, no chance in life. I can't do it. Or you can say... Oh, no way. No way. I'm making something different for myself. Well, how did you how did you go down that path? Like what made you do that? Like how did you look around and say that's the path I'm going or how did you get on that path or I wanted to be a good father. That was my only See? that was my only thing. You same, know what I mean? same with me. And it wasn't even so much yeah. uh, for, for for me about um like providing or making anything different because although we didn't have a whole lot, we were happy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. although we didn't have a whole lot and my mom did everything she could for us always. We were, we were happy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we, we, were, we were fine. And I didn't even, like, I, it was so funny. Like, I didn't know so much about even, like, what other people actually had. Because I, yeah. I just didn't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you know, it's just kind of funny with, you know, the, the way I do some things now. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, but I just knew that I wanted to be a good father. And I wanted to have a, a, a stable, yeah. stable, good life for my children and my family. That's what I always knew. See, that's you know, like and, the, and I knew that from a like a little kid. That's like the opposite with me. I grew up as the only um, single parent family, even 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 in East Boston. Yeah. Like my mom did. Like I went to St. Mary's school. I went to private school. I yeah. had to go to private school. I wanted to go to public so bad. 
Um, I wanted to go to John Chevers with everybody else, but no, <laughs> I had to go to St. Mary's. <laughs> and then from there, I went to Chelsea. I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. Oh, wow. For one year, that didn't go so well. So and then I went to East Boston High School. She finally yep. agreed to let me go there, and I did well. That's where yep. I I excelled, and I did well there. Um, but I just I felt like, you know, I had to ha- be able to buy my own stuff. So right. at fourteen, like I was delivering newspapers mm-hmm. and pizza, and oh my god, I had every job. I used to work down Faneuil Hall, yep. and it was fun. But I think like all those things that bring you through life change your path, you know, and, and you meet people. And I always tell my kids that you meet people on the way and you, you know, I always tell my kids, be nice to the people. Like even on always. vacation, you be nice to the people, you, you make nice friends, everybody. And you, everybody, right. And you don't know who your journey is or why you met that person, but yep. they're there for a reason. Yeah. And whether it comes full circle or, you know, later years, many years later, yeah. you know, I feel, I still. Let, let me ask you this at the time when you were, cause I, I did the same thing, right? Like if I wanted things, I had to, Make yeah. money to buy it, right? Yeah. And at the time, I didn't think anything of that. You know what I mean? That was just what my that was just what, what did. I did, yeah. right? And uh, I remember I had it was uh, summer after I think sixth grade. I got a job um, cleaning the middle school, right, with the janitors. <laughs> I was a fucking janitor at the middle school, right? And uh, and I did that, and I really loved that. I would get my my paycheck at the, at the end of the week. Yeah. And then while I had that job, I also went and got a job working at a restaurant. I would. I would wash the dishes. It was Saturday, Sunday morning. I had to be there at six o'clock in the morning. Didn't think anything of it. That was just what I did. Did you feel the same way? Because a lot of people that I know that are super hard workers, it was kind of because they had to, right? And they learned that from a young age and it was just what it was. No, that's what I did. Even when I was in high school, I went to, um, I said, before I was going to be an attorney, I was going to be a, I I had sort of a mentor growing up. It was my Aunt Anna. Mm -hmm. She was an attorney. She was my godmother. We grew up, you know, the whole family. Every Sunday we went to her her mother's house and everyone was there, her cousin. I have a small family, but their family was my extended family. And so I said, I'm going to follow in her footsteps. I'm going to be an attorney. So I would go to high high school. I would go to Liberty Mutual and work because I had work study. I could have graduated as a Mm -hmm. junior. And then I went to Newbury Junior College at night to start business law and English. When you were in high school? When I was in high school to get ahead. So that's kind of where, and then I was still working. And we were working at like Pizzeria Regina at the time, mm-hmm. which was so fun. Yeah. And, we, and of course that became a competition even that. Yeah. Like I had to be the best, the fastest cashier ringer. And then so we'd been on a Faneuil Hall and it was the big like, um, you know, holiday weekends yep. and we'd be, it was the East Boston girls against the Southie girls. Awesome. <laughs> it's terrible. It's awesome. No, it's great. It's great. And, and we like, had the big East Boston jacket. That's awesome. <laughs> and like you were saying before, though, like having those jobs and doing all those yeah. things yeah. bring great life experiences. I mean, that's even why, you know, I was, I was talking up to my oldest son today, uh, a couple of days ago. I'm like, Mike, you got to get a job because you'll meet so many people. You're like, yeah. that's what I always loved about it. Like, You'd meet people you wouldn't have met otherwise, and you learn things. And I was always the exact same way, no matter what I did. If I was mopping floors, I'd want to mop faster than the person that was mopping the other end. If I was making pizzas, because I worked for Sal's Pizza for a, a, a bunch of years, I'd want to make the pizzas the fastest. And it's it's awesome. So it's it's no surprise that in in you telling your story, that's the way it kind of started. Yeah. Because people that are successful, um, typically it's just because you work harder than other people. Sometimes, don't you think like, okay, can I just go sit down? Some days I'm just like, this is like inhumanly possible, the amount of things you do in a day. Yeah, you know what you and do? You go, home you go and just... sit down for a little bit. <laughs> no, and that's okay. You know, you know, no, seriously. If you feel that way, you take a few minutes and you go sit down. And like, 
Because I, I even say that in the, in the meetings here with, with people. It's like if something's stressing you out or you need a break or you're exhausted or you have an emotion or you're upset about something, right? You got to feel that for a couple minutes, but just a couple minutes. Just a couple Don't minutes. fucking wallow in it. <laughs> Don't go sleep all day. You know what I mean? Go sit down, chill out for a little bit or feel that emotion and then get back to it, you know? But I, I don't know about you, but I always feel better at the end of the day when I do a million things. Yeah. You feel like you've accomplished something. I, I, yeah, yeah. If I don't yeah. do it, if not that I really have a lot of those days, but if there's a day when I don't do a whole lot, I feel like it was a waste of a day. Yeah, that's true. You know? But you got you to gotta too, fear, right? Fear holds a lot of people back, I think. Yeah, you can't be. Well, and I don't think I have, I don't have, I think they're pretty much the same. You yeah. just, just do it. You just yeah. try it and figure it out. You just. Well, that's, that's what I've said on this podcast a yeah. million times and, uh, yeah. and, and to people in life. It's like, what are you afraid of? You know what I mean? Yeah. Failing? Yeah. So yeah. what? You know, if you fail, you, you, and the only time you ever fail is if you actually quit. You know what I mean? So, so what? You hit a, hit a bump along the road, something doesn't go smooth. You adjust it and fix and yeah. go in a different direction, you know? And, and that's, you'll, you'll always do well yeah. if you do that. So East Boston, we're at East Boston now where you grew up. Yep. Well, not grown up, right? Because we're in high school. You're, yep. you're tech, taking classes so I at did, night. I did graduate. I graduated from high school. Yep. And then it was that point. I did the college thing at night. I said, what am I going to do? And that's when I said, I'm going to go join the Army. Let's go do that. Awesome. So we went down. I was um, in Fort Jackson, South Carolina. I think I was there for probably a total of like six, six months-ish. And I did, um, I went in with a buddy. So we kind of, my girlfriend and I went together, the two girls from East Boston. We were tortured there. Oh my gosh, it was terrible. I don't recommend, you know, <laughs> especially all these. I, I first thank everybody for their service, um, which applaud you yeah. and thank everybody yeah. for their service in these times. But um, at that time, it was for college. They did give a lot of great benefits and they did help a lot. Um, we actually did get activated for the Gulf War, my, my, my um, unit. You did? At that time, yeah, but they wanted to disband only us and not the entire unit because okay. I was working in intelligence, so that was yeah. a little frightening. So you did, but you didn't We didn't, you didn't go, go, no, we didn't go over. But I stayed in for six years. We did for six years, six by two, so um, yeah. it paid for my college education. What's six by two? Six years act, um, in act, uh, you say six years active duty, but yeah. it's, it's, it's on the weekends, right. and then two years you're kind of just, um, you're just in the reserve. Right, pool. you're like there yeah. in case they need you and they call you back. Yeah. So what did you do in the in the in the four years? Legal. That you were I was a legal specialist. So I just okay. like intelligence work, paperwork. It was really paperwork. It was a paperwork yeah. job. Office I mean, you're still in the army. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. fun though. You know, in, but you do go down. You train army reserves. They all train together. Fort Jackson, South Carolina. I remember they used to talk to us. Oh my God, Boston, you were a cheerleader back in the day, and you know you're marching. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? But, um, Talk about toughness, though. You yeah, know what I mean? You probably yeah. had to be very mentally tough to get through that, physically tough. Oh, my gosh. I was scared to death. We had to do, this, did we, we had to do this one thing, right? It was, a, it was a wartime simulation, right? And you are the, the, um, the light goes off. You know, the, uh, oh, my gosh, what's it called? You know, they light up the sky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. They, they light called, up the sky. I, I mean, yeah. And you, at that point, you know that you're supposed to go. So you climb out of your bunker hole and you start crawling on your, you know, you're doing the army crawl and you're going under barbed wire and you have your machine gun and, you're, and the tracer rounds are coming over your head yeah. and the mines are going off around you. I was crying my eyes out. I was through, <laughs> I was the first one on the other side. <laughs> I was down. 
done. I'm like, oh my gosh. I just, oh my gosh. That's incredible That's though. crazy stuff. That's so, crazy. so what else did you do for training? Did you do a lot of like, like, uh, like shooting and you, you did all of it? Four out of 800 women got uh, 37 out of 40, you know, targets. So yeah. you're in the prone position and then you're in the unsupported position. So you're in the foxhole for, you know, for 20 of them and you're shooting at 500 meter targets that are up and down. And wow. then you're on, you're on unsupported, so you have to support yourself and you get out of it and you do another 20, so yeah. 500 meter, that's pretty far out. Yeah. What were you shooting? Targets. No, like what, what kind of guns? Uh, M16. Yeah, Do you still shoot guns at all? No. We should go shoot guns. <laughs> you should. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> be fun. Yeah, yeah. that would be wicked fun. No, I haven't in a while. I used, um, no, I haven't. Not the last time. We, we threw grenades. We repelled. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's scary, now, though. Did you ever do any of that stuff after you were in the service? No. Like, you well, do like, any repel, like mountain climbing, repelling, any of that cool shit? No, like in real life? No. Yeah, you should. Well, I did. When Ma my youngest Madison turned 18, I went skydiving. Was that the first, did you skydive when you were in the service? No. Yeah, because I was going to say, I don't know if that was something that you did when, when you were in there. No. I know, I, I remember seeing that. And Rocco went with you too, right? He did, he did. Did Ariana or no? No, she couldn't come, yeah. but she did it after. It was something I always wanted to do. Yeah. So I called my mother, because I, I just always did crazy things. I mean, that was crazy at the time. No one did that. Yeah. You know, growing up, I said, I always want to do this. So I called my mother and my uncle. And so my uncle was like my father figure growing yep. up, my uncle. And he did everything with me. He took me everywhere. I was like his little sidekick. But I said to her, you'll never guess where we are. You know, we're skydiving. So yeah. it was so fun. And what an experience that was. That's, yeah, I, I've done yeah. it a couple of times, a long time ago. Yeah. Um, it was funny. I was trying to get a bunch of guys from here to do it. And a bunch, like maybe like five or six said yes. Everyone was like, no it's way. It's terrifying. Pretty cool, right? I don't know if it was more scary because Rocco and I were in the plane together. Yeah. I didn't know if it was scarier watching him go first or knowing I had to go after. Like, yeah. I didn't know what was going on. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I oh, think yeah. I would have a hard time watching one of my kids jump out of a Oh, plane. my God. I couldn't even talk. I yeah. couldn't even talk. And the, you know you know when they're repelling yeah. you, when you're, he's getting the click? Yeah. I'm like, get the extra click. You know when you're like on the roller coaster, I used yeah. to always tell the kids, get the extra click. Oh, yeah. Pushing yeah. it down. I'm telling the guy. Get one more click. Well, come closer. Come closer. Make sure you get the click. I remember when I went, I went, I jumped out of a place in Maine. It was Lebanon, Maine, like not far from like Portsmouth. Yeah. And we showed up there, and all the people that were running it looked like they had been, like, sleeping there overnight. And, like, everyone smelled like booze. I was, like, super nervous. I'm like, who's the pilot guy? It was, like, that guy over there. I'm like, that guy looks terrible. I don't want that, I don't want that guy flying me up. And we got on this, like, real shitty plane, too. I'm like, we got to go up to this thing? So the good thing about that was I couldn't wait to jump out of it. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm going to fucking die if I stay on this plane. So that was why I was fine to jump out. I'm like, get me out. This plane's going down. Uh, but I thought it was incredible. Yeah. I thought then, it was incredible. But then you watch the video before the, oh, yeah. the, that tells you like how many times you're going to die. You could die. This is something you could die. Yeah, everything you're saying is like, I'm probably going to die if I die. And I had two no of my liability. kids with me. I'm like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. Just sign the paper. Just sign. We're going <laughs> to be, gonna be fine. Just sign it. We'll be okay. We'll and be you fine. were. We were. We were fine. Yeah, no, skydiving is fun, though. <laughs> we, we should go skydiving. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Yeah, we'll do yeah, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely go again. Uh, if, if Nicole will let me. <laughs> She'll let you. She'll let you. We'll get the team to go. Yeah, we'll get the teams fun. to go. That would be wicked fun. Wouldn't that be fun? I'd be down with it. Um, all right, so you're in the Army. In you're the doing Army. all that awesome stuff, right? Yeah. At, at the same time, is that when you were working at Fidelity or not yet? Not yet. All right, so what were you Liberty doing? Liberty Mutual. Well, oh, Liberty Mutual. That's right. Yeah. So what were you doing at Liberty Mutual? Um, I was kind of like an admin support. Yep. And then I will say this though, I, I like that wasn't good enough. So I went, I applied for a job at Fidelity. Yep. 
And I got a great job. I mean, I had a great mentor boss. I mean, I my boss was so great. Yeah, I worked. How old then? So I was 21, okay. 22. Yeah. Yeah. And that was when the height of Fidelity was great. I mean, the oh, yeah. parties were great. Mr. Yep. Jo- I mean, Mr. Johnson, it was yep. just wonderful. I worked for, I uh, worked, uh, I, was, I was a support admin for um, the trading floor. Okay. But so I worked with a lot of the um, high level, you know, portfolio managers and so it it was really it was pretty great worked on a mergers and acquisitions team and so it just kept like nothing was but i just kept getting promoted yeah so was that like early 90s yeah no yeah because i got married in 97 yeah so when i first met rocco yeah it was like being taken home and like limos from boston coach and he was like who's that you know so and he's out and i'm like working overnight because we're working 24-hour shifts because we're working on these like mergers acquisition you know like 22 and, years old at the time yeah yeah 20 20 22 23 yeah wow unbelievable yeah. so where to go from there um so once we got once i got married i decided well we we had ariana yep right away yep. 12 months later we had ariana i was supposed to get to italy it didn't happen and so were you still living where were you guys living at the time were you we, down in in, in, medford. in medford right yeah okay we were in medford living in stoneham yep and oh, where were you living medford, in medford stoneham. Um, like well, we lived in Stoneham. We lived in. Had a, you bought a house yet? No, were you living no. in. Ro- actually, Rocco had a condo. I moved in with Rocco. Yeah, yeah, and um, he had a condo uh, right on the Fellsway in Stoneham. Yeah. So we went there. So people listening, right? You know, and I think this is significant. That's why I'm interrupting here for a second. So you, I'm who, trying to fast forward yeah, all this no, stuff. No, you, you know, <laughs> who are you know one of the top real estate agents in in the state of New Hampshire. Rocco, who is a you know very well-known, successful builder, right? You guys have you know beautiful home, beautiful family, all these great things, right? You started in a little condo on the Fellsway in Stoneham, yeah, right. And we're not talking you know yeah. five hundred years ago, right? No. Thirty years ago, right? So it goes to show you, not even no, right? It goes to show you what's possible, right? And too many people think that they can't do things. You can do whatever you want to do. You know, and that's exactly what you guys have done. Do you think, too, though, I find lately, I feel like a, there's a lot, there's a level of expectation. A lot of people just expect. They expect, yeah. they expect, I don't know, I don't want to say wealth. They expect success. They expect everybody wants to be patted on the back. And mm-hmm. it's just, instead of just finding the pride within yourself to do better and challenge yourself and to give somebody else something, See, I'm a giver, yep. right? So it's really hard for me to receive. Yep. And anybody who knows me will tell you that. Like, yeah. I can sit down and write something for another agent in a second, like mm-hmm. help them write something, a bio, how great they are. When I have to do something for myself, I just choke. I can't do it. Like, I can do, I can fix someone else's problem in a second, my own. Like, I, you know, I can do my own, but I, I find it so much easier to help people than to accept help. Well, sometimes you just you just look at it differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you're working with somebody else, I feel that I, I, I do the exact same thing. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes it's hard. It's much easier to help somebody else yeah. than sometimes to even help yourself. Well, you can always give the right advice to somebody else, yeah. but sometimes you have a hard time giving your, yourself that exact same advice. It's, it's kind of tricky. Yeah, but even you know? if I said to you, do you, you need help with anything, you'd be like, no. Yeah. You say to me, do I need help with anything? I say no. no. Right? You know. No, we got it. We got it. And you, yeah. Right? (laughs) (laughs) But I do, though, right? But certain people help me. You know what I mean? Like, and, but I need to feel comfortable with that help before I'm ready to really have it. Like Rocco and Cassie on my team, they help me on on the loan side. 
Angelina helps me with everything else. You know what I mean? But it took me a while to get to that point. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it took me like 20 years to accept help from anybody. Oh, no. No, so yeah. You know what I mean? A anybody at all. Yeah. You know, just I didn't even have like anybody like assistant D or anything to help me until just a few years ago. I was just doing everything myself, you know? And I think that's a good thing, right? I, I think it's a good thing because that's how you learn how to do things well and you put in the hard work and you get comfortable with, like you were talking about, people expecting just to have and have whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Whether it's success or wealth or blah, 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 whatever, right? Instead, just enjoy the journey along the way and the journey is just hard work and, and putting it in and doing things for other people, not being an asshole, you know what I mean? Like being <laughs> kind, seriously. And then good things happen. Yeah. So here we are, we're living in the Fells Way, right? On the Fells, Fells Way, way. Uh, in Stoneham. Yep. Where do we go from there? Yeah, we actually, so we used to ride a Harley. Rocco used awesome. to have a Harley. So that was our venture out. We used to go over to the Harley a lot. And um, so Rocco, you know Rocco had Dunkin' Donuts before, right? Yeah. So this is, that's like a whole other story, but. It's a fantastic story, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I'm going to touch on it for 30 Maybe seconds. Maybe you have him here. <laughs> I would love to. I would I love never. to. <laughs> I'll, I'll get some good wine. He'll come in. Um, you know, talking about that hard work piece, he told me about that. What, he was an electrician in the electrician, city. Electrician, yeah. And him and his buddy, right? Yeah. Uh, opened up the Dunkin' Donuts up in, is it Henniker or? Claremont, New Hampshire. Claremont. Claremont. Yeah. And they would go up there like a week at a time, right? Yeah. Make and donuts. sleep there. Yeah. They'd go up there and just sleep there on the flour in the flour back. Flour bags. Right? <laughs> Working seven days a week and taking naps on the flour. That's hard work. But he does know how to make, don't make donuts. Oh, he still <laughs> makes donuts? <laughs> no. Um, so, he, so did he have the Dunkin' Donuts then when you guys were together? Or yeah. yeah, yeah. When we got married, I begged him to sell them. We sold them at that point. Yeah. It was too much. She yeah. was just gone all the time. It was hard, and I was have I was pregnant with Ariana. So right when um I ha when right when Ariana was born, he we sold them. So we he sold them in '98. Okay. Yeah, but he was always in like real. He was always into. Um, he always had. I think he had his first single multifamily when he was like seventeen years old in <laughs> Everett with twenty four percent interest, you yeah. know, or whatever that was yeah. back then. So he, you know, he had an eight family. I yeah. remember another one in Everett when he was young. So he was always into real estate. Yeah, always hustling. But then he started building, and he was always right. wanted commercial, and then he was into like corporate building, and so you know, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. So it doesn't stop. But he always wanted to do like home sale. Yeah. But our first house, we went on our honeymoon. We got married in 97. We've been married 25 years. Our first house was on Floral Street. Mm -hmm. He sold the house from me before we got home to go build. He was building the house. What you, so Floral and Wyndham? Yeah, Floral and Wyndham. I thought you guys lived in Bedford at one point. We did because I was working at Fidelity, yep. and he was at Claremont, so I moved to Bedford to kind of start um, lessen the commute So that was before him. that? That was before you were yeah. in Wyndham? Okay, right, yeah, right, right. Yep. I know I'm all over the place. Yes. So then when we, um, then he sold them, right? Yep. So now we're back in Medford. We went to my mother-in-law's first floor. So you had the house in Bedford. She, he sold that. We were renting. Oh, you, so you, you were renting there, mm -hmm. right? And then he was building one on Floral that he sold? Yeah. He was building it for you and then sold it to somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> and back, so back to Medford you go. Isn't that funny? Yeah. yeah. Back okay. to Medford we go. All right. All right. <laughs> So that was our first house. That was supposed to be our house. We designed, well, that, you know, back then, it was like 25 years ago, yeah. you know, and I still drive by that house. I love that house. Yeah. It was so nice. Then he, then he bought another lot. So, of course, he sold that one, and he bought on Easy Street, and that yep. was our first house that we built and, and moved to Wyndham. And, and that was the one you lived in for a while before you moved to the one you're in now, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, that's too funny. So how long did you live in the one on Easy Street? 
Um, what is it like seven years? Yeah, about seven seven years. Yeah, seven yeah. years. And uh, yeah. and at the time, you were still at Fidelity, or were you no longer at yeah, Fidelity? Fidelity, I commuted for commuted two years. For a long time, huh? Yeah, my mother-in-law used to live with us. They were great to me, though. I worked like twelve-hour days. Mm-hmm. I worked three twelve-hour days. Yep. And then my mother-in-law would stay those days and take the kids, and I'd come in the house, and you'd have little Rocco because he was born there, yeah. and and she'd go home. And then it got too much. It was too much for yeah. her, and then I stopped working. So I was yeah. fortunate enough to stay home with the kids yeah. while I raised them. So that was fun. And so that was so Rocco's what twenty-two, so somewhere around two thousand. Yeah. Okay, around two thousand, yeah. and uh, and Rock. So your Rocco husband, he's building houses. Yep. In town. Yeah. Uh, you're staying at home with the kids. Yeah. When did you uh, When did you get into real estate? I had the license when we got married because he was he was in real estate, so I just right. got the license. But I didn't get into real estate until Maddie went to first grade, so she's a sophomore now in college. Nope. So like, 15, not even that long ago, no, if you like think about it, ago, right? Yeah. If you think about it, yeah, fifteen years is a while, but yeah, the grand scheme years, of things, yeah. So fifteen, sixteen years yeah. ago, and uh, and that was when you you were with Verani at the time, I was, right? yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, it made sense. Like Rocco, um, you know, he was doing all his building and it was just like, well, if I have to go back to work now, we might as well, I might as well go real estate and I'll yeah. list the houses. So that just kind of made sense. So, which I learned a lot. I mean, so many people like new construction is, I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. And so when I'm working with all the builders, even with my clients, I go in, and I'm like, I know how much those floors cost. That's ridiculous. My client's not paying that. That's awesome though. Oh my gosh. I yeah. would say put down linoleum and we'll come in and take it out after mm-hmm. and I have my husband come in and put the hardwood floors down. Right. No, it's bad. Like there's some shoddy there's some stuff out there. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's some But it's good you have an eye for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I've heard the nonsense. People say, Well, she sells all the, the homes that are that her husband builds, right? Yeah. Well, no, you sell all the other ones too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you you work with a ton of buyers and you know the market, and that's yeah. why you've done so well. No, it's funny. And when, you're nice. When, thank you. But no, it's funny. It's like I always thought that I wouldn't get other builders to work with me, and not that I not that I go out and I don't seek them. I don't like right. go out and seek. Is I'm just too busy for that. Right. I I work with three builders right now. And we have a couple subdivisions that are coming up. It is so awesome. Yeah. But I will say, very di- builders, all builders are very different, obviously. But it's it's um it's fun. It's exciting. That's what I like about. I I I feel like not only I'm selling homes now, but I I really enjoy the development part of it. I, I it excites me the marketing about yep. it, the websites, and all of that. That I love. So I know I, that I'm excites all, you. Love that. Part I love it. it. Yeah. So I, I almost see a progression in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. Well, I think what, you know, with the low inventory, I think what we're going to need is a lot more. I mean, really, yeah. really we need more homes, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think we're going to have to build our way out of it. Yeah, so, I so, think so. So hopefully you can, uh, you know, make that happen. And I think, though, I think that's what a lot, that's why New Construction did so well, even down on, like, that Silo's Ridge area that yeah. we did. But I think well, it's funny with that, right? So, so t- talking about that, because a lot of people that, you know, are looking now are looking New Construction, right? So Settlers Ridge, the homes are very close together, right? Yeah. That's that's not everybody minds that, right? Because like, everyone's from Boston. Right, Boston everybody's from Boston. City. That's like yeah. you know my my neighbors uh, that live next door. Yeah, they moved up from from Milton, and he was telling me he's like I could see right into their yeah, kitchen from my great. kitchen. <laughs> so that these people being you know 50, 60 feet away, yeah. that's 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 great. You know, it's like around here people are like oh it's too close. No, and yeah. and so all these different neighborhoods are there's there's the right person for them, and that's yeah. where. You know, you guys come in and help them, help them find what they're looking for. Well, everyone has their own perceptions, their reality. Right. But you don't know their perception. You don't know their reality. Right. So you don't know what they're thinking. So yep. it's always, so you're always cautious about saying, oh my gosh, they're so close, but they're no. not. 
No. Yeah. It's all it's all relative. Yeah. And you can't assume you know what people are thinking. Yeah. But it's interesting. It's not that it's not that we're making them closer. The towns are that's the new zoning. They're yeah. making them smaller. They're making them closer together. No, no, I yeah. I know that. And the lots are, you know, long yeah. and you know, narrow. Yeah. So it is what it is. Um, but all the developments that are going up now are, are, are yeah. selling out as fast as they can be built. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, which is a good thing. Yep. So hopefully we see more homes and blah blah blah, all that yeah. good stuff. Yeah. So Taking it back again. There so, Verani for a bunch of years, then you went to Coco Early. Yeah. And were you a partner there right away, or was there some time? Yeah, no. I um, I became a partner right away. Yeah. And I opened the Wyndham office. So, that was when you went to Coco Early. Yep. Right when I opened the Wyndham office, the Where original Wyndham office. Wow, do you think I would know? Um, so, oh my gosh, so 22, like eight years, right? Was the, ori- six years the original ago. one wasn't one above Heavenly? Was it was. It? That okay. was the original one. Okay. Yeah. We started there with four agents, and we grew to probably, I think it was like 18 yeah. agents. It was fun. It was a lot. When, um, but, you know, it was, I think I think Coco Early at that time was non-existent in, in Wyndham area. No. Yeah. You know, but through, I, I you know what, I, I truly believe like grassroots, like Cheryl Haas, big shout out to Cheryl yep. Haas, the rec manager yeah. over at Wyndham. Love, love, love. But I love where I live. I really do. Yeah. I love our community. Yeah, I do too. You know, I just think I call it Brooklyn. I call it Pumpkin Pie Land. It's yeah. just the best place, and I think that anybody who's fortunate enough to raise their family here is is just it's amazing. Couldn't it's a gift more. to the kids. Yep. Couldn't um, so I did everything. Like I started the Easter egg. Well, Cheryl started it, but yep. of course, like I'm like, how can we fix this? How can we do this? And then you know, then you go to coloring contests and Easter egg hunts, and and you just keep going and building on it. And and even with um, you know. Billy Joe Martin, like yeah. when she did the race, yep. I was one of her first, like when we did the first one. Yeah. And now here we are all these years later and we're still giving out waters and yeah. it's grown so much. It's amazing to see the community grow. Just got the email from her yesterday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's incredible. And you've done a lot, you know, with the community yeah. and everybody knows it, you know what I mean? And yeah. we all appreciate it. It's, it's pretty cool. And I've you know, tried to model myself off a lot of that stuff that, that you're doing. Well, so. Yeah. Good, good work. No, it's it's exciting. You know what? I feel it's. I'm actually honored and humbled at the same time when I go to um, whether it be you're at a planning board meeting or something, mm-hmm. and they know you and they yeah. say thank you or yep. they. It, and it's good. That's what it is. You always be truthful and you be kind to everybody and yep. you work with everybody and you don't do something to get something in return. Nope, ever. You know. So I think that always comes back and and pays forward. Yeah, so. I mean, you said it before. You you you. What's that phrase? You you you. You give to get, or you oh, give yeah. you give and get, whatever it is. By giving, you you receive. You know what I mean. Oh, That's yeah. why it's always the right thing yeah. to do. Talking about that Wyndham office, um, I've used this as an example before to um, a lot of the loan officers here. Do you remember that uh, I would just come in there and just kind of hang around and wait yeah. until uh, and wait until you would talk to me? That's what I. <laughs> That's what I say. Like how many years ago? That's exactly what I would do. Yeah, yeah? I was like, well, I want to work with her, um, and I don't really know her. And so I'm just going to go in and keep hanging around there until she talks to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I remember it, it, it took a while. I would like go up and I would talk to, it was either. Uh, well, not that long. I wasn't. <laughs> no, not that long. But, but you know what I mean? Like I'm not the, one of these, you know, sales guys that's going to go in and like, that's just not my personality. But that's what I liked so much about you. Yeah. Because I don't like that feeling. Yeah. I remember when I first started, you know, it's, it's. You know, you almost like they gravitate to you, and yeah. it's just like, oh, that's who we don't want to talk about. And yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, it's 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 weird. No, so I, I almost hung like around that. until you you were like you just wanted to talk to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I would go up and I would talk to Kelly. It was Kelly, or who was the other uh, front desk person at the time? 
Was it a... Uh, it wasn't Doreen. It was Doreen. It yep. was Doreen. Yep. And I go in and I just like hang around, bullshit with them. I'd like fake that I need to like restock my cards <laughs> on the thing, you know? And eventually people would start talking to me, you know? Um, it wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> no, I wasn't leaving. I wasn't leaving. And I remember like the first handful of times we, we talked, you know, I went into your little tiny crowded office in there <laughs> and, uh, and we would just... Just kind of bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't going in saying, "Hey, give me the business." Like, no, we were just yeah. we were just talking, get to know yeah. each other. Because yeah. my whole thing has always been, I want to do business with people that I like. You know As what in I mean? real estate, people want to work with people they like, yeah. and they don't want to be sold. Right? They want to go shopping. Yes, <laughs> with yeah. their friends. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> it's true. And that's what it becomes. Yeah. So we started off that way, and yeah. it's uh, it's been great ever since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really has. So, so you were there for you know you just went out on your own January sixth. Yeah. Right. So Coberly, all those years, everything was great. You got on your own this year. Yeah. Tell us about the DePetro Group now. I'm so excited. We made it here. We did. We made yeah. it. So um, I've been. I'm so blessed. It's so funny. Like so, Nicole um, Matos. She was my assistant for six years, mm -hmm. and she's still with me. And it's so funny. It's people will say she's a mini me. She is so, but she's learned from me. She's like, I run things by her. She, after you've been with her for so long, you kind of think like, you know, yeah. so you, you talk and she knows like, I don't know whether it be what kind of marketing I like or, or graphic I like or colors, you yeah. know, so, um, but I've been so fortunate, like Christine Carey and Joe Carey, yeah. dear, dear friends of mine, you know, she started six years ago, Billy Eaker, it's the same thing. Like I have so many connections with my team that yeah. I just, it's amazing. It's, well, it's such awesome. different, yeah. You know, Very different. It, it's great to have people on your team yeah. that you you're not you're not just working with them. Yeah, you're friends with them and you enjoy them and you enjoy spending time with them. Yeah. Feel the exact same way here about all these guys in this room and everybody out there. And that's that's what yeah. makes a good yeah. company and a good organization willing to help people help each other. But you, it's it's interesting. Like in this business, I feel like a lot of offices, you know, it's hard. You, like one, I don't want to say one bad apple ruins the bunch, but it's true. Oh, it can. So you have to have people who are genuinely care the same as you, or yep. it doesn't work. It will. No, you need fall to get rid of those apart. apples. Yeah, when you that have happens, to. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, but it's 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 you know addition by subtraction. When, yeah. You know, and that's. We want people who can going to contribute to the team, but yeah. also that like I want people there out working that care for our clients and are a representation of what my beliefs are. Yep. And who I am as a person, as far as how my clients do. Yeah. So that's real important. And it seems like everybody you have now is you've got a great group of people. I do. You know, you really do. Um, how many how many agents do you have on the team? Twelve right now. Twelve, nice. Twelve right now. Are we gonna are we gonna add more? There's a few more. Um, they, you know, I I'm very I want to be very selective. Yeah. But you I be. I want like I I can you know what it is I can develop I I have two younger agents that yeah. are amazing. Um, Jenny DePietro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks she's my daughter, but she's not. You know, <laughs> D E and D I. Spelled differently. Yeah, spelled yep. differently. But she's doing phenomenal. Like she's helping us out with our graphics and yeah. our, our social media. But she's learning so much. Like I look at her. Like you, you're you're great at growing people. Yeah, like that you. will say that's one thing you find talents in people. And I feel like with Jenny or with these younger agents that want to learn, I want to take them. Yeah. Like Joey Pantaleo. Oh my god. Yeah, Joey's great. Love that kid. Yeah. Like he's like I love all the agents, but like there's like he I almost like almost want to mother him sometimes. Like what are we doing? What do we let's well, do this? Funny. Let's that's do what, that. That's what kind of happens, especially with younger people. You know what I mean? It's like the best. what did I say to say, say to you yeah. yesterday talking about Rocco, right? I was asking you a question about your husband Rocco, <laughs> and I said, No, I'm talking about your Rocco, not my Rocco. And then I'm like, wait, they're both your Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what happens. You almost become like a, you feel almost like parental yeah. to them and you yeah. want to help them yeah. and you want good things for them. Yeah. 
You know, and I think that's because but it's, you're a good person. It's so rewarding when it happens. It's awesome. Yeah. I love watching people grow yeah. and do better. Yeah. You know, and what, you know, what, what I've found here, um, and you'll find, especially with these, you know, because they're, they're both very young, but like, as you go, you watch them then buy, buy houses. I think Joey's buying a house. You know, buy, buy houses and get married and have kids. And like, yeah. I've watched that with a whole bunch of people here now because we've been in business, I think, seven, six or seven years. And how many employees do you have here now? I think we just hit 50. It's amazing. Yeah, I think we just hit 50 because we hired a couple couple new loan officers. Um, but yeah, it's it's awesome and it's fun. And, you know, you create a culture where everybody really cares about one another yeah. and you have a, a real tight group and then you love going to work. Yeah, everyone loves to go. It's so yeah. funny. When we were in our temporary space up uh, at Cocorelli, when I stopped was not being a partner, you saw my office. Yeah. I was in the middle, and everybody was around me. Everyone wants to be in my office. Yeah. It's like I had the small space, and everybody was on top of each other. It was fun, though. Yeah, it's great. It's fun, yeah. Tell us about your new office. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. So um, it's 1B Wall Street. Yep. Suite 206. So it's upstairs. Um, so you know the building next to CVS? Yep. It's upstairs on the second floor. Okay. It's beautiful. It's wide open. So I'm going more modern. So not like we're going to do like some boots and some high yeah. top openness. So it's going to look beautiful. I can't wait. Yeah, it's yeah, really, really cool. Everything you do cool. is, is awesome. Really cool. I think we're probably going to be in by the end of the month. This month? End of this month. Get out of here. Yeah. It won't be 100% decorated and everything yeah, how I want. Yeah, but get in at least. But I can get most of it in all the cabinets. We had this like gorgeous cabinetry built. And so there's always, there's really some fun elements in there. Yeah. We kind of mimicked a lot. Well, some things off of um, like Ryan Serhant. He has a beautiful New York um, office that's yeah. just phenomenal. So we kind of took a couple little tweaks from that that idea. So oh, I can't wait fun. to see it. Yeah, it's fun. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, so lights, but it's so funny. I'm driving everybody crazy. Like you go in the light switches, I'm not in the right space. This is gone. There's no chandelier. Oh, my God. My husband wants to kill me. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's because you want it to be done right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. want it to look beautiful when it's done yeah. and be something different. Yeah. And that's what you've always done. You do yeah. things different. You do things. Nothing's like, fine. It has to be extra. Yeah, extra. I like extra. See? You extra. know? And if you're gonna do something, yeah, let's do it. do it. Right. You know what I mean? Let's go over the top oh, and make yeah. it awesome. Oh yeah. You know? So where are we going from here? What are we doing? What's 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 the vision for the DePetro group? Um, you know, we I really wanna provide the highest level of service like no other. I mean, that's always been my goal, or that's kind of what I've always strived to do, but yep. I everyone will strive to do that as well on the team. Um, I just that's the biggest focus. But I wanna yeah. be that go to. I wanna be that, you know, I want the group to grow. You know, I, there's a lot of subdivisions that we have coming. I want everybody to be up to par. I want everybody. But, you know, I want everyone to be focused on the clients because yeah. it's their experience. Yep. And through our business right now, say my business has grown and we are very fortunate right now through, um, through reputation and referrals. Yeah. And not, you know, cold calling. And it's, I mean, it's part of the business. It's natural. They have to do it. Yeah. You know, Zillow and stuff. But your business comes within. And when you do a good job and your friend befriend people, that's how you'll go. Like our client appreciation event. I mean, come on, how many how people awesome did we have? Yeah, we had 125 people that came out for yep. a night. Yeah, it was amazing. That was that was amazing. That was one of the. I mean, looking around that room with all those people that were there with us, it was just yeah. incredible. And and for those of you that that uh, have haven't seen or didn't see that on social media, we we rented out the tent over at uh, the castle, uh, Cheryl's Castle, last October 15th. Right? Yeah, I think it was. Um, had a band, had, you know, door prizes, bar, food, a great <laughs> night just to genuinely show our appreciation yeah. for all of our clients, you know, and 
it's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have any of the, the the success that we've had. You know, so and what I loved about you is you're just as nuts as me <laughs> when it comes to doing things and having them be completely <laughs> over the top. Yeah. You know. But you know what though? So many people wanted to go. Yeah. They wanted to come see. Like they were friends. I mean, yeah. that's amazing in this business. You know, I, I people, think next year we'll have even more. Yeah, we are. We're going to have to take reservations. We're going to, right? we're going to do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We already said people are like, well, how do I get on the list? How do I get on the list? Right. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I don't know. Buy a house and use me. Use yeah. Me alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. No big deal. <laughs> no, but it's limited. So yeah. we're going to have to like, like space is limited. They're going to have yeah. to do reservations. I think we're going to have to reserve spaces. This well, that'd year. be awesome. Yeah. And it's fun. You know what I mean? That's the type of stuff that's fun. Yeah. You got to be different. You know what I mean? You're not just you know, ABC real estate agent that isn't going to take care of the clients, yeah. isn't going to show them a good experience. You know, even with, you know, my mom, right? So you, you oh, helped my mom when she, mom. Uh, yeah, oh. when she uh, bought her house in town, right? And she wanted to see a house. I remember a, a place down in Middleton, a, a, yeah. you know, a month ago or whatever. And uh, I think it was like some shitty weather day or something was going <laughs> on. And yep, you're like, yep, no problem. Let's go, you know? And, and that's what you always do. And, and people... People recognize that and see it and, and appreciate it. So mm. you're you're very well respected, and people appreciate Thank all you. the, uh, you know, all the going above and beyond that you do. You know what I think with too in this market, um, people are, you know, agents are pushing. I'm finding because you know being more of a listing agent than a buyer's agent, yep. um, pushing their clients to make offers on houses just because you know there's ten people, you're in multiple offers, you're gonna miss out. And I always tell people, take a pause and just like relax. And if that house is meant to be, you'll know it. Like you can't, you'll, you'll be so sad. You know, you'll be, you know, you'll be disappointed in the end result. Like really just take that time. And I tell someone it's okay. Like they'll say, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't like it. It's okay. We'll yeah. find you that house. You want to be more, ha- you want to be happy in the home. Well, That's even, what you want. Even that approach there, it's about, it's about the client. Yeah. And what I've seen, you know what I mean, is some real estate agents, I think, you know, unfortunately, and these aren't like the really good ones like yourself and some others that I know. And but like some are just trying to push to get an offer accepted so they can either move on or, you know, they want to get a deal closed. And again, it's it's more about them than it is about the client. It's yeah. like your job is to work with clients to, you know, help them find a house. Yeah. You know, what I mean? if you're working with a buyer, if you need to show them 30 houses, you need to show them 30 houses. You know, it's interesting though too. I'm sure it's in your business as well. So when I first started here, you know, there was a couple of players in in the field, right? Yeah. And I feel like they they didn't change anything. And even in town, like when I'm in town, I'm all over everywhere. I'm, I'm you know, my time donating my time. But I love it though. I really do like the the events. I yeah. do like the events and and changing them up. Or even when I was at the co-op when I was doing fundraising there, or yeah. when I was a Girl Scout leader. Yeah. Like I had a like my team, my Girl Scouts had to go for the bronze award, you know, and they oh, just, <laughs> I'd have them out camping and and That's Christine awesome. Christine was actually one of my troop leaders. Really? Oh my gosh, yeah. I used to drive See, I didn't every, know that. I know you were oh a my gosh. Girl Scout I used to drive leader. everybody crazy. And it's it's so funny. Even now I'm like, hey guys, I have a great idea. Everyone runs. Oh, everyone goes in different directions, and then I we like call it when Ed you say and it. say, "Ed, we have a great idea." Yeah. No, I like it when you say. It. I'm like, I can't wait to hear it. It's gonna be something cool. You always come up with great ideas, you know. So let's uh, let's close on this. I want you to tell me what you would tell somebody, Uh-oh. or what you've told you know some of the younger people on your team, or you know somebody who's who's you know growing up and doesn't have a whole lot and wants to possibly look to improve their situation. What are some good words of wisdom that you would give somebody who, who wants to get going and, and kind of be successful and, and kick ass and whatever they do? 
I think no matter what you do, you can't do anything mediocre. You have to do, and it's going to carry through life, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Anything you do is worth doing to the to the extreme, whatever it may be. Yep. So you have to find that within yourself. You know, like you, and and you look at someone who doesn't want to work hard or doesn't want to, I don't know, run the extra mile or stay up the extra hour to study yep. or it will continue no matter what you do in your life. Yep. So if it, which is sometimes good and bad because, you know, I can never just do something, you know, I'm like, why can't I ever just do something like calmly? No, it got to be like crazy. Right. You know, right. even my family says that she's so crazy, but I like crazy. Yeah. Crazy is fun to me. I don't like quiet. I get nervous. I like crazy. So, yeah. which is, well, you know, and they all love you to death because you, you do yeah. those things. No, seriously, you do those things. And, you know, they, they are above and beyond yeah. and you're a thousand percent. And, and we didn't even talk about this. And don't you running a half marathon oh. like in the next couple weeks? <laughs> next Sunday. Right. Next Sunday. <laughs> right. So with all this other shit she's got going on, you know, selling all the all the homes in town, you know, working on building out a new office, starting a company, training all of her other team members, planning all these other events in town. She's just mixing in, I don't know, what, six, seven miles a day running. Well, the problem was, like, we got selected. It was kind of like a joke. You yeah. know, you're out one night having a few drinks. Yeah. And so everyone's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go enter into the New York Half Marathon. I don't say that when I'm out having a few drinks. I did. I said, <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> well, I said I would do it. I said, yeah. yeah, sure, I'll do it. What are the chances? Like, there's thousands and thousands of entries, and I get picked. I open my email, and I see, oh, like. why? Because you had to, like, enter? In the lottery, Yes. This is like a coveted position, and I'm yeah. taking one. I feel almost guilty doing this. Who else are you, are you running with? Jess O'Neill. Okay, so State Je- Farm. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So Jess is running it with you. Yeah, and her husband Peter. Okay, nice. Yeah, Very so nice. we're the only three. There were there were six of us that were going to do it last in in 2020. Yeah, and I was in. I was ready. I was almost. I would say I was almost ready for it. Yeah. Now I'm not so sure. I mean, I'm trying. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you'll I'll be finish. fine. You'll I'll do finish. It. You'll do it. Yeah. Um, well, we wish you the best of luck in that. Find it within. That's it. <laughs> and you just gotta keep, keep fucking moving. That's it. <laughs> and anything you do, and do it the best you can, and work super hard. All these things that I say all the time on the on this this podcast, but I mean it. And if you if the people that are listening haven't, you know, noticed the the theme here, every person that's on here has the same type of message determination, hard work, don't give up, give it all you got, don't be fucking mediocre, mediocrity sucks, it's so much better to be a winner and go over and above, right, so I appreciate your friendship, I appreciate you on on a a work side, but whatever, that's secondary, I think you're an awesome person, you're kicking ass, and I love to see it, and uh, I can't wait to see what the DePito group does. Me too, thank you. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. The Mic Drop. Subscribe to success.